I'm recording. I'm recording. LOL. Okay. LOL with Kim Ravel. Zach, can I tell you, we have a legend on the show today. A leg- a living legend. I'm so excited, Kim. And her name is Kim Gravel. <laughs> <laughs> now, hold on, Isaac. I've got to give you a proper introduction. This is so Isaac. I'm telling you, Isaac is used to doing live TV with me on QVC. Everybody, Isaac Mizrahi is on LOL with Kim Gravel. Uh, my day has been made. Welcome, Isaac, my love. Darling, my day has been made. <laughs> and, and how have we not done this sooner? It I can't be our lack. Know. It can't be our shyness that has kept us from this. Absolutely not. not or a lack of words. Exactly. Of words. Okay, so let me, can I give you a proper intro, though? I need to tell everybody, you know, because I'm a fan first and a friend second. So mm-hmm. I want to tell everybody. So you, you, Isaac, you have been around the world 50 million times. You've lived like five lifetimes. You have been a judge on Project Runway. You're an author. You're an f- icon fashion designer. You have written books. You have written a comic book. But now you are this legend cabaret singer. This is your That's new right, evolution. Joe. This is my new <laughs> life. You're so right about that. You have to come see my show. Have you seen I, it yet? No, because, you know, when I, I was going. Remember, we even had tickets. Yes. And then the pandemic hit and everything yes. was like, Pfft. so, I you know. Because I play Atlanta occasionally. Atlanta is a great town for this kind of show. Honey, Are you we love me? you here in the South. I loved Atlanta. I was there with the show like about three or four years ago. And it was so fun. And all these cool people, Alyssa Milano, can't you know, Alyssa, she's a friend of mine. And she was taping something there and she came with all these movie stars. It was crazy. It was Atlanta. Like, you know, it was a sort of a... Well, you know, we're the moment. Hollywood of the South. That's the right, Hollywood baby. That's right. <laughs> you oh, know, but Isaac so is the king of QVC. Did you know that, Zach? I mean, that's how I met Isaac was at QVC. I didn't realize that. Well... I'm yeah. the queen of QVC, darling. <laughs> You're the king of QVC. That's right. Let's just flip, let's flip that script. <laughs> we'll flip Listen, script. I'll just okay. be the princess then. I'll be, oh, I'll be your lady in waiting. Are no, you honest to God, I, I obsessed with you on QVC, bought so much of it. And when I got to meet you, I, I want to just dive in, Isaac, because you have really this breath of like total career you know, talk show. I mean, I used to watch your talk show host when the puppy was <gasps> rough. Oh my God, and that remember white set. Harry. Can we talk about that? Can That's I just reminisce? right. Of course. Ugh. Well, the best you can reminisce. Talk show ever. I have a story about that set, okay? Tell me. Like, I fought and fought and fought because I had a vision. I yes. wanted it to be a white set. And they kept telling me, well, you know, it's going to be a problem to broadcast the set. Blah, 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 blah. Blah. Yeah. Can we paint it like gray? Can we? I was like, no, it no. has to be. A-. So finally, the day came of the first show and right. no one could see it because it was so blown out. Like they broadcast it and literally everybody looked like like a Richard Avedon photograph, like no features <laughs> and just like completely blown out with like nostrils and eyes. And I was, was so fabulous. happy, of course. No, fabulous. fabulous. And then they had to like, and they worked on it. It was like, you know, so finally a year later, they got the lighting scheme <sighs> together so that I could have my white set. Yeah. And it was beautiful. And you had, you had Thank your you. dog running around and it was just, it was honestly a fresh way to do a talk show. And I remember watching it and just thinking to myself, oh, my God, I'm obsessed with this man. One day I'm going to be on that show. I used to say that to myself. You were a catalyst for me wanting to do TV. Well, now, wait a second. Does that make me, like, much older than you or something? No, that means (laughs) I'm a late bloomer. I'm a late bloomer. (laughs) (laughs) But I remember when I first met you, I just walked up and I was kind of intimidated. I said, Isaac, you must do the talk show again. You go, I know, right? (laughs) I know. Well, here's the thing. 
you know what? Now it's a different world, Kim. Yeah, and you is. are doing this podcast. It's a lot of shows. It's a, it's lot, a lot of shows. It's a lot of work. People don't understand this is a lot People of work. People don't get that this is a lot of work. And I and, and I was thinking about doing a podcast, but it's just too much. And if I'm going to do that, I will do a show. And I think I'm going to do some kind of a talk show on Yes. Um, on, on on YouTube. I think I'm going to do some kind of like a YouTube talk show. And, do and if it I do this, you got to come on oh my, my gosh, damn Isaac, talk show, Missy. If, I'm not if you don't you. have me, I will just cry. I'm going to okay. do it. Honestly, Isaac, I have watched you throughout the years um, and just recently watched you on um, Andy Cohen with the... Um, yes. Yeah. And you were, with one of the housewives. I forget yes, one of the housewives. Was, I love uh, Which them. you should be a housewife of New York. So we need to really think about, pray about that. But um, honestly... I told Zach, I said, the thing that I want to talk to Isaac about is probably a little different than what most people would want to talk to you about. Fashion's fabulous. Uh, You're hilarious. You're multifaceted, prolifically gifted. But Isaac, it is your attitude to me that draws me to you. It is the way that you not only present yourself, the way that you talk to people, even even when it gets controversial, you have a Mm -hmm. way of making it so unifying. Why? Well, how, how you know, are you that way, Isaac? I have to say something like, Kim, I don't even know. I'm not going to even ask, but I don't think we're similar in age. I think you're younger than me. Right. And I think like, but people my age were brought up and it, it has nothing to do with political affiliations or right. gender, you know, uh, right. identification or anything. It just has to do with like being polite and nice to people all the time. And even if you have disabilities, disagree you 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 agree to disagree it's, you're supposed to disagree people Correct. are not supposed to agree on everything right that's what makes it colorful flavorful exactly and you know like when i was a kid you know my mother was very hilarious and very dry <laughs> and she had a way of putting things and she taught me you know she was just this middle class lady and she loved clothes and she loved people and she read her head. She was a big reader, you know, mm. and she thought of herself as this kind of like Dorothy Parker person. Like she just she always had something hilarious to say about something. You know, mm. she had a lot of opinions and she taught me that this was what life was about. You're supposed to have opinions. You're supposed to go to every dinner party you're invited to. And you're supposed to be like the perfect guest at every dinner party, you know. Right. And so I see that as like the you know, that's the way I was brought up. And that's what I do on a daily basis. You know, and when I say that to me, life is like a dinner party, I really mean it. You know, I really mean it. And, and, and I and I want to go to a party and I want to meet all these diverse people. And I want them to fall in love with me. And I want to fall in love with them. That's what my life is all about. So I'm then not we do. We then do. we do, we, darling. Then we, we do. We fall in love with you every where's time you our, open your mouth. Wait a second, darling. Where's our dinner party? Okay, Correct. where's that? Because I bet you're a really good cook. Are you a good cook? Oh, honey. Oh, and honey. a good eater, too. Me, too. Me, too. But I'm a good <laughs> cook. I'm just going to tell you, you know that what? right now. I watch Hello, oh. Isaac on YouTube. Yes, I watch you do, Hello, you Isaac. So <laughs> I know about your and food. And baby, baby, I had a talk show for seven years, and I had all the great chefs, oh and they God. showed me some good food. Let me you tell you. You got some tips and tricks. I got so, some tips and tricks, and so do me. you. But well, you know what? I have that good Southern. I mean, we fry I'm stuff. I'm sure it, you do. Yeah. Kill it, I'm stuff sure it, fry it. So <laughs> exactly. We could we could come together and really eat, yes, have a could. feast. We could. We could. I like um, how step one is kill it. That's that's terrifying. <laughs> I know. Well, that's, you know, that's, that's the south. Important. That's the oh, south. That We're here in the north, Kim. Yep. That's scary to us. Shoot it, know, kill it, listen, eat it. You know what? We it. kill things too. We do. We kill things. <laughs> Usually, we grow them and then kill them. We grow greens and the yes. dog. Oh, well, I'm, meant, I'm married to a vegetarian, so come on. I love you. Okay, go on, go on. No, honestly, what is it about? you 
because all these big fashion designers have come through QVC and they're wonderful and they're precious and, and just so gifted. But you have this amazing, remarkable sixth sense to really get into that middle American woman who's watching QVC. Why? Well, is you that? know, I don't know. I think because I I, I grew up in the business. I, no, my no. father was a children's wear manufacturer. I did not know that. And then, oh yeah, he taught me how to sew, darling. Um, oh. I should send you my memoir because it's all in my memoir, and it's 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 a good book. I think you might. I mind. have the book. I already have it. I bought it. I just hadn't had okay. to sit down. That's like Liza. Liza Minnelli, you know, she's like a friend of mine, right? Oh, and she called me, this is like the Kim Gravel story. She called me one day and she's like, like after the, after the, the, uh, the memoir came out, cause there's a chapter, at least one chapter about her. And, and she goes, hi, honey. And I'm like, oh, you got this. I have, I got the book. And I'm like, well, what did you think? Did you read it? And she said, well, I have it here. Which means <laughs> she hasn't started, she hasn't cracked it. I don't think like Kim has the book, but you know, she's not going to read it. So let me tell you, let me tell, tell me, you. Tell me, tell me. It was in my memoir. I was in the, fa- you know, I was born, my dad was in the business. My mother was obsessed with clothes. And as a New Yorker, you know, you're, it was, there was in those days, right. a real garment district. There were factories and beautiful little factories that made couture dresses. And mm-hmm. you would go like, in the 30s on 7th Avenue and 8th Avenue, and you'd get mown down by like racks of clothes and trucks Ugh. full of clothes. It was a real scene, you know? And so, and, and I worked for Calvin Klein for a long time. I worked for Jeffrey Banks for a long time. I started my career at Perry Ellis when I was eight, 18 years old. Wow. And it was a bunch of marketing and a bunch of stuff. And I'd sit there and go, are they fools? Like, don't they know that it's that sweater and not that sweater? And I finally like started talking up. And that's what, you know, that's why I got a reputation in the fashion business. Oh, what do you mean talking up? You need no, to tell everybody I would what speak talking up. up means. I would speak up okay. and I would say, excuse me, you're all fools. It's that sweater. <laughs> it's not that right. sweater. It's right, that right. sweater. She's going to want this pair of trousers, not that but pair of trousers. But how did you know that, Isaac? I don't know because I lived I lived with my mother and my sisters for all those years. Yeah. And I got it. You know, you just get it after a while. It's like, it's not that hard. It's like, you know, it's pretty easy when you're faced with a bunch. First of all, you have to do good stuff. Kim. You make beautiful clothes. Quality matters. And you know that. And the thing is like, we're blessed that we have QVC. Oh my gosh. Every day. I'm like, thank you, God. Every day. And by the way, now we don't have to go there every second, which is kind of like. honey, aren't you? Oh, hello. Yes. That will wear you out. That wore us out. In a good way. I still would have done it. I still would be. Me too. I will still do it, honey. I have a place there. Do you have a little place there, maybe? I did. We let it go after. Did you? you? Yeah, we did because we're probably going back. I know. Well, darling, maybe I should let my place go. Where was your place? Did you stay at the the community? Everybody else yes 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 i forgot the name we were of it, in the but same like, building and we come did on break bread we never had dinner there well mm-hmm. my place is like a little tiny place and, so it, was and, ours, and, so was and it's always so smelled like it always smelled like uh like like no matter what i did i could burn candles i could spray it was it smelled <laughs> like flooring like 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 lumber liquidators right like seriously <laughs> right am i right about that there's nothing like that that cheap rug smell like the but rug you, that you can't yeah, take you, out. you're aesthetic you're aesthetically yes, motivated I am, darling i am i, I am mean every time motivated. i see your background it's always you know pottery or music or art or is that what moves you like who, who yes. are you digging now well oh gosh who am i digging now oh so many people but i will say this to you and i'm not kidding Kim, because I've been in all the businesses, all the yes, applied arts. All. I've been in, you know, and I'm still in the clothing business and the housewares business and all these businesses, a little mm. bit of even in the food business. And I'm not I kidding. I tell this to people all the time, you know, like if you're unhappy or depressed or whatever, which I totally, I 
completely it's relate a real to. thing it's a real it's thing. a real thing but start with the color of the walls start with the carpet that's you know what i mean start with the dress you have on when you when that is better you just feel a feel little better. better and sometimes that motivates you forward you know what i mean of course I am the biggest advocate for, you know, for antidepressants and for, oh, oh sure, darling, sure, sure. Yeah, a prescription drug. Oh, darling, sure. I love a drug. I love a drug. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I love a tranquilizer See, or just chocolate, a little mood Chocolate and alternate. sugar is my, oh, yes. uh, my drug of choice. Mine too. Listen, I do it all. I do the yeah. drugs. I do the booze. And drugs and booze get a bad rap. Let me tell you, they are so relevant. I love so, you especially, so much. Now, especially, now more than ever, baby, the drugs and the booze are relevant. And I kid you not. Well, let me tell you something. Did you enjoy the lockdown? I kind of did. Euphoria. Kinda, I, Euphoria. Okay. Euphoria. I My dog. I think we're old. We're old that was saying that. Mm-hmm. Maybe. You know, because first of all, it's not my fault. Like if something goes wrong, I didn't do it. It's the force <laughs> majeure, there. right? I, I wasn't there. <laughs> I have no idea. I am like in my little world here and here it is so euphoric. My dogs, I can't tell you. Like if I just get to be with my dogs. And by the way, now if I leave for a week, they're like, what the? F-? You know, they're like, they where, start peeing like, everywhere. Where are you going? They're mad. Crazy. They're, they're really mad. They're vengeful dogs. By the way, can I say one thing to you, um, Please, uh, uh, KG? Listen to me. What you got? QVC is the coolest place. Like we could talk about this stuff on QVC, and I they would love, would love it. This. No, I am not kidding you. Like you remember, Joan would go on and cuss right in the middle of something, and they would almost like not be able to bleep her because it's like a tiny little two seconds Seven or five C-R-A. seconds. It's like, it's like a, yeah. Yeah. and she would get this stuff out, and she and people loved it, and she would talk about genitals. And she talked about genitals sex a and, lot. I mean, like she was crazy. She, she was talked crazy. about vaginas a she lot. She did. QVC. She talked about the JJ a lot. A lot. Dear. Yes, she did. And you know, boobs. I pushed the envelope and boobs. I talk. I say boobs. Um, I haven't yet said tiggle bitties, but I've wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is some deep South parlance. But there. I'm tiggle telling you, I, I said tiggle, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I don't get the whole. But if I said tickle babies, but you could say it, Isaac. You've been there long enough. They would believe. So <laughs> I, my challenge to you is next which, this afternoon, because you're on air's fashion day. We're both on air today. Yes. Okay. I challenge you to say tickle babies. I'm so going to say oh. those. I don't if even you know say what they are. Bitties, that's it. I'm out. I'm I will not pass sure. out and die. <laughs> Wait, okay. I'm going to say that, and then I'm going to get someone to tape it and send it to you because I know you're not going to watch my presentation. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm on tonight with you. What, what time Listen, are you on? Listen, honey, I did a presentation once for them, and I kid you not. <laughs> You know, they used to have like, it was on all night. You know, my mother would love to be on with you. So maybe she would demonstrate is she, for her. Is your mother also risque and fabulous? And Mom funny? is um, a ball buster. So you wonder where I get that kind of like, shut up. Oh, I mean, yes, we're exactly. New Yorkers trapped in a Southern body, you know, in mind. Perfect. That's it. I mean, you, you're New Yorkers who make really good biscuits and fried things. Biscuits right? and yeah, gravy. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So where do you see yourself like going forward? We know you've conquered the authorship we you know you've conquered fashion cabaret is there is broadway next for you yeah i mean you know i have to say i had a bro- an off broadway show years ago that was such oh, a s- that. success yeah it was like it ran for a year or longer it ran but for I'm like about almost your life. Two years. i would love to see your life on broadway well this is what i it was sort of like it was too early for that but it was sort gotcha. of like this you know it was called les mis rahi and it was really really <laughs> It was such a good show. You would have loved it. And anyway, and so, and, and, and the thing is, you know, what I do in the cabaret, I also do for much larger audiences. Sure. I, 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 I do shows for like, you know, thousands of people sometimes. 
and it's just as good. It's just a little bit bigger and the band is a little bit bigger and it's a little bigger, you know? But one of these days, darling, you have to come see me. I'm doing it. I'm not kidding. I'm an audience member that is very um, loud and progressive. So I don't know why I kind of knew that. I do the cat calling. I do the Mm -hmm. whistle. I do the, okay. I mean, I do the hallelujah. I mean, that mm-hmm. is me. So like whenever you're hitting that top note and telling that story, <laughs> you can know exactly. that you're going to have an audience member that is your ride or die. I think the one person, oh, like Lori came to see me once at the Carlisle. Oh. Actually, you know what? That's the best gig in the world. The Carlisle thing. Oh, I'll be there again isn't this that a winter. Great room? Honey, I miss that so much this year. I usually do like two or three weeks there and it is the greatest, greatest room. But this is the thing about you, Isaac, is you have something to say. I mean, you honestly, you're not just talking for talk's sake. You know, you have something to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're fun and you're lighthearted, and, but you say things without saying them. Does that make sense? Well, you know what? I try. And again, it goes back to that thing about how you're raised, yes. you know? Like if your parents teach you that it's important to like have yes. a point of view and not, res- not shirk from the responsibility of being, you know, a human being with a point of view and you don't. You don't, because I, I watch you. I watch you on the air, honey, and you say stuff that is like, okay, so you don't say tingle bit biddies. You don't say tingle biddies. Tig. Tiggle biddies. Tig o biddies. Tig o biddies. If I don't get it right, then I have to try it again. People. That's even funnier. If you don't get it right, that's even funnier. I'm going to say it. I can't even wait to say it. I'm on. I think I'm on. Like, I have an early hit and then a late hit, like a ten. Oh, we're going to wait till the late. And you know, we'll probably doing that little box thing where we all. Oh, I wish you You have to tell them to do that because that's when I'll say it. That's it. Oh my gosh! And if we're on together, Isaac, I can't. Okay, look, we don't have much time because I've got a hit. I got a round beat. I got you. I got you. I got you back here. I got you back. I've got five rapid fire questions. Well, I don't okay. know. I might have more. So I don't want yeah. you to think. I, right. I just want you to say. Easy. Just, I'm, I'm going to answer. I'm going to ask you a question. Just say what first comes to your mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't think about it. Okay. What is your favorite song? Get happy. Ooh. You know that that song. I'm going to do that for my opening number next year at the Carlisle. Sing Forget a little bit troubles. of it for me. Come on, get happy. Get happy. You better chase all your cares away. You know that, right? Yes. Shout hallelujah. Come. It's actually a revival. It's a it's a it's actually a religious thing, right? Yes, get ready for the judgment. The Lord day. is coming to take your hand. Exactly. Uh, honey, t- take both mine. If you're gonna take uh-huh. it, take both of mine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Um, what is your b- the best advice you've ever received? You know, I never got any good re- good advice. I always got really lousy, lousy <laughs> advice. There was there was this really great a legend in the fashion business called Cal Ruttenstein. He ran Bloomingdale's for years and he was an old friend of mine. He was this crazy, a mountain of a guy, very stylish. And he said to me, I'm not kidding. This was one advice. He said, do not send cars for people. Don't send cars. That was, and it's like, really? Uh, Yeah, don't send cars for people. Thanks, Cal. That was his big advice (laughs) to me as a fashion designer. That's all you got. That's all you got. That's all you got. No one ever, you know what? One person, this woman called Molly Parnas, when I was a kid, when I was 14 years old, I was introduced to Molly Parnas, you know, the great Molly Parnas fashion Mm -hmm. icon of like the 70s and 60s and 50s. And she said, don't, she said, learn everything because if you can't do it yourself, you can't ask someone to do it better. You know, if you have like a seamstress who can't do something or you're trying to make some kind of a new cut or something, you have to learn how to do it yourself or you can't say, hey, that sucks. Do it again. You know, and she's Well, that's a good piece of advice for any 
area of life. Absolutely. That was good. How about that? That was great advice, I think it was good, right? But I think what you said first was hilarious. So I'm going to- Don't I, send cars. Do not send the cars. Well, just, I never, I always got lousy advice. I mean, that's true. Advice, good advice is hard to come by. No. Okay. Who is your current celebrity crush? Um, Timothy Chalamet and Ezra, Ezra Miller. Timothy Chalamet and Ezra oh, Miller. Oh, those are interesting. Yeah. I just, Why? and also this guy, I don't know, because they're so- they're so beautiful. I just, they're so beautiful. Also Lil Nas X, of course. Uh, like, excuse me. <laughs> you know, he's a Georgia, he's Southern. He's Southern. Ooh, which one? A Lil which Nas. One? Sh- Lil Nas oh, really? from, Lil yeah, Nas? he's from Georgia. So he's you you beautiful. you are, you have a tendency to, you know, love us Southerners. Okay. I do like Southerners. <laughs> Alive or dead, who would you like to design for right now? Um, I would like to design for... Maybe Tina Chow or Lulu de la Falaise, one of those Saint Laurent muses that was so chic that I grew up like looking at going, oh my God, now that style. Okay. So maybe Lulu de la Falaise or Tina Chow, one of those two. Right. I've got two questions about, so you have to throw a little shade right here. Go ahead. Who was the hardest, most difficult supermodel to work with? If you don't want to give a name. Oh no, I'll give a name. You ready? Naomi Campbell. Easy. (laughs) She was the hot, are you, I, before you even ask the question, I can say Naomi Campbell, right? She's oh, amazing. I've heard that about her though. Naomi is the most beautiful and the most amazing. And if you were lucky, like I was, she was my favorite for a really long time. And I would do these long fittings and she would have like, it was the old days, honey. And girls would have to change their clothes really fast. Yes. And they, they would have like work. seven, they had to mm-hmm. work. And they had to like run to their station and change their clothes and run back and duh, and do the runway. And it was something. And she would have like seven passages or eight passages in my show and I would fit things meticulously and then Andre Talley the day of the show mm. Naomi is already two hours late for makeup right he'd walk in and say Naomi Campbell will be attending soon and I'd say oh I'm glad I'm glad to know you know good to know Andre thank you for telling me that you know as if there was a possibility that she wasn't going to show up you know <laughs> like anyway so Naomi but she was always worth it and my mother yeah, said to me it, once, okay. my mother actually, after one of the shows said to me, darling, I would sleep with her. Like that's right. what she said. She's like, I would sleep with her. She's that perfect. She's that she gorgeous. A, but yeah. she's difficult. She's difficult. Yeah, she's not easy. But I guess that's what makes her so But amazing. if you can bring it, if yes. you can bring it, it's worth it. You can do it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last question. Will you sing two lines from your cabaret show, from a song from your cabaret show right now? Yes. Where has the time all gone to? Haven't done half the things we want to. Mm. Oh, well, we'll catch up some other time. That's a good song, right? And I didn't really do it justice. I usually do it really a really good version of that. I love that song, right? Some other time. I love you. I'm glad we caught up today. Me too, baby. I want to do, do my hair like yours. I want to do that color. That's such a smart oh, I color. Do, that, honey, let me tell you, it's like, 8B L'Oreal with a toner, uh-huh. T18 and T10 from Wella. It's I can really make that good, happen. baby. It's good. I, I love it. It's kind of Kim Novak, you know, like that Kim Novak. Oh, sort of, yeah. I feel sexy. Look, look. Yes. I, I, I pointed my tickle bitties out. I pointed my tickle bitties. Tickle bitties. Tickle bitties. I can't wait to say it. You catch me on QVC tonight, darling. I'll be watching Isaac. I'm going to stalk you like a fan. Tiggo bitties. Tiggo bitties. Like Tiggo, like 
Jack O'Lantern, only Tiggo Bitties. Tiggo, okay. Tiggo. All right, Tiggo Bitties. Because it's right. supposed to be there. big old titties, but oh, you couldn't say it in oh, front of the Tiggo kids. Tiggo Bitties. So oh my God. Okay. Ah. Oh, this is really good. Now I know. Now I'll never forget. That's that. how we used to say. My mom used to say it. <laughs> Ah, ah. All right. Well, it's coming. It's coming. So watch. <laughs> and Sean will be like, what are they talking about? Oh, honey. Talking Every about? Southern woman knows what a set of bit tig old bitties are. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh-oh. Well, I, I have get, a like, set myself, honey. I have a set myself. Yes, you do. Will I get, will I get canceled? Tell me now. No, I, I, like think, I think your cred will go up. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, set, 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 set. <laughs> all right. I'm running down to do a hit. I love y'all. That was fun. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah. I'll see you tonight. Let's break, break for an ad. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, Lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, absolutely never frozen, and they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. LOL, Kim Cabell, LOL, Kim Cabell, yeah. You know what? Were you shocked to know that Isaac can sing? I kind of was. He's good. <laughs> He's really good. He's just like super talented person. But don't you find, Zach, when people are really talented, they seem to be talented in a lot of different things. Like, is his talent really his fashion or is his talent that mind that always creates? You know what I'm saying? He's always creating. I feel like he could see paint drying on it, like in yes. an empty room and be inspired. That's, that's my take on it. And I think that is really cool. And another thing he does, he doesn't take himself too seriously. And Zach, you and I have had this conversation mm-hmm. where to me, that is such a asset to have. That's such a great character thing to have is when you don't take yourself so seriously, because it's just not that serious. And every time, like he is, he doesn't mind being part of the joke. He doesn't mind being telling the joke. He, he he's he's down. He's he's in it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. But wonder what it is about taking. Why do we take ourselves so seriously, though? I'm wondering. I'm thinking. I'm just thinking about that. I'm a pretty serious person, but I don't. But I 
try not to take myself so seriously. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I think I'm so self-deprecating anyway, so it doesn't bother me. You know, I don't get easily right. offended or anything, but I don't know if it's the experience that we've had or we've been in TV. I don't know. It's just, I will say it's refreshing. And I, when he said, you know, he would love, he loves to go to dinner parties and stuff. I would kill to go to a dinner party and sit beside Isaac Mizrahi and just watch him right? talk and work and think and, you know, communicate. The fashion world and the TV world and all that, it's a world, but it's also not that serious. It's one of those things where anything creative and and Isaac is funny and funny is hard. Being funny and making people laugh is is a true gift, and he has it for sure. Yeah. I'm curious to say if he's going to say tickle bitties, though. I'm going to be watching. <laughs> I feel like he's going to. I think he's going to say it. so badly. I think he's going to say tickle bitties. I don't think he even knew what tickle bitties meant until I explained it. No, I didn't know. You did not know either. Oh my no, gosh, I didn't know. Bitties? I don't have tickle bitties. <laughs> That's what Southerners, you know, us Southerners will always kind of go around being inappropriate and be like, what? Why did I say that? You know, it's always that passive aggressive thing for the Southerners. Uh-huh. So instead of saying big old titties, we say tig old bitties. Mm-hmm. That's so funny, Kim. <laughs> okay. My mom. You learn something new every day. True story. My mother told my nephew, she said, I'm going to tell you something, boy. Don't you be looking at them titties. And my nephew went to school and started saying titties, titties, titties. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, How old is he? Though he was, this was a long time ago when he was young. He was like five or six. And so he'd go into the first grade going, titties, titties, titties. I thought, mom, you can't say that. She goes, well, that's what we call them. Yeah. I, you have to be really careful about what your kids are going to start repeating. Oh my God, my, my kid, I don't even want to know what they're talking about. Because <laughs> if I did, I'd kill them. But you know what? That's part of it. Don't take it all too serious. Listen, we all were young once. Some of us even have tickle bitties, so we have to just embrace it and go with it. I'm glad to see we have brought Isaac into the southern fold of a phrase that he will never forget. <laughs> so if you've learned nothing, don't take yourself too seriously and switch your words around and use inappropriate language in a, in a new and fresh way. That's what you've learned from this podcast today. There you go. This one really came with a deep lesson for everybody. Very deep. This is our deepest episode yet. Yeah. Of course. I love it. We'll see y'all next week. All right. And remember, don't take yourself so seriously and have fun. Bye. Bye. Kim Gravel. If you love the show, make sure to follow LOL with Kim Gravel in your favorite podcast app. New episodes come out every Thursday. LOL with Kim Gravel is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Theme music by Taco Pella. Mixing and mastering by Zach T. Fell of ZTF Studio. Head to lolkim.com for more information and to join our mailing list. Thanks for listening.